I was DJ Irv and producing and making records. I had the label deal, I didn't have a name. So I'm sitting watching Arts and Entertainment, A&E, Gangster Week. On today's episode, we focus on Albert Anastasia and the notorious Murderer Incorporated. And then they was like, they was the, the notorious contract hitmen. Like literally, I'm in my little two bedroom bullshit apartment screaming. I'm a hitman, I wanna make contract hits. My artists will be called murderers. I didn't know years later I'd be in court explaining this. Sometimes it was six. Sometimes I did tell you so. Hi, friends. Six talking shit to me before we even get on the mic. It's Look crazy. at how you lie. Look at how it's you crazy. lie. Is that what happened? I'm being transparent with the people. Is that is that what you're doing? Yeah. Are you sure? I, I, I had a moment of honesty with you, and you hit me with the I told you so. I did not say I told you so. What'd you say? I said I told you not to say that. That's, that's not I told you so. That's equivalent. That's a very equivalent equivalency. Now, there's a certain attitude that comes with I told you so versus I told you not to say that. Oh, that's true. Okay, when you put it like that, you may be absolutely right. I right. apologize, Six. Always some shit with you. I apologize to the people, Six. Look at how you want to paint me. <laughs> Look at the wanna, light you try to put on me. How I want to paint you. I'm Picasso now. That's Clearly. how I want to paint you. Clearly. <laughs> Call me Banks Trees. Jesus God. <laughs> that was that was horrible, by the way. Jesus God. Which this that's what the whole thing was about, is that today I don't have I don't have the names that I promised the people. So that's She's saying, I told you not to say that, but I told you not to commit to it. So He doesn't ever listen to me. And then it's my fault when I tell him, you should listen to me. Graham's a snow podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite drug dealer, gangster, mafia, street crime, white collar crime, police brutality, poli side, tr- teenage drug addiction podcast. All, all the, the crim- stuff. Yeah. All, all the criminal shit. Uh, here to talk about what seems to be the last installment in the Supreme Team documentary. Jesus Christ. So they just released all three at one time and was like, all right, fuck y'all. Not even that. Just <laughs> y'all got lazy. Uh, we here to talk about it, I guess, because because you, you had some words about it. You said something very blasphemous right before I turned on the microphone. Here the fuck you. Always dragging shit. Huh? I mean, yes, you got, I, it, I don't like Koofy Raps. I'm not a Nas fan. Oh, my God. That's bla- That's like a. No, that's blasphemous with koofy people. You can't go nowhere on earth and say that, actually. I say it everywhere I go. And do you get does it, does it turn into an argument every time? No, it depends on who you're with. Some people like goofy raps and some are like, yeah, not nah, that nigga. I mean, sure. Dang, boy. I hate to see the circles you running. Like, I don't think he's. Well, who your OGs, man? I need to My talk OGs to them. don't bang with us. <laughs> I need to talk to your OGs. My OGs don't bang with us. Man. It's not that, you know, I love what Nas does, but he stands for all that. I just don't want to listen to you rap. Mm. And also, it's allegedly that he was beating on Khalees, so I ain't too much fan of that. Anyway. Oh, well, that portion. You know, I, I, I don't condone violence on anybody. But nah, I don't want to hear them 5% of rap. I say that as someone who used to be a 5%, even when I was part of the 5%, dog. Like, nah, he don't be on the 5% the way like Wu be on 5%. I don't, either way. Yeah. I don't want to hear none of it. You don't hear none of that. Because it sounds like it sounds silly. Just rap. Like just 
you could say everything you're saying mm-hmm. without this. Like it's just without the koofies. Without the really simple, horrible boom bat beats and the koofy on. I don't think Salam Remy would take that kindly. I don't care. I don't know who that is. He one of the greatest producers of all time. He produced for he was the main producer for Amy Winehouse. He needs a new drum kit. If, if that's who's producing all his <laughs> albums. Like, Yo, Salam, if you, I'm gonna send him this clip too. Send it. Send it. Alright. I'm gonna send it. Send it. Also, send him some of your producer friends' drum kits. <laughs> oh, yo. Yo, you are a savage right now. I am honest. I ain't mad at it. I appreciate Most it. Most people's beef with Nas is what? His beat selection. So. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 gone through a lot of phases. I mean, oh. some, you know, he's tried with a lot, you know. They all the same. Don't say he tried a bunch of new sounds. Yeah, no, no, he didn't. I mean, he no. I'm saying he he worked with a lot of different producers. So that's and they kind of all kept making him boom baps. That's not true, man. Listen to stuff like Premier. Well, okay. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Who else? Uh, exactly. Alchemist shit. It ain't really no. Come on, you you jive wilder right now. I hear jive what you're saying. Wilding. That's crazy. How okay, you so you chose two vi- generations. You, ch- you chose violence today. I chose violence, or you just said out your mouth, "Jive Wally." Yeah, you jive Wally. Yo, I lived through both generations. I I earned the right to say both. How old were you in 1974? I mean, Jive was around in the 80s. Don't do that. How old were you in 1984? I was three. Okay, two, two going on three. Thank you. So stop it. Stop it. Yo, man, I'm tired of you today already. We we four minutes into this motherfucker, and I'm tired of you already. See what happens when you start with picking at me? See? Nah, we here today. I'm tired of y'all. All All right, so my quote for this episode, the shortcut is really the long way, man. The shortcut is really the long way. This is Supreme that said this. Yep. The shortcut is really the long way. You better off just going the long way, man, because the view is a lot better and you learn more. I found myself this episode trying to remind myself that of what you told me last week, which provides perspective. These little niggas was 19, 20, 21 when they did this. Mm-hmm. But I'm listening to them talk like, shut up. Mm. Like, well, we didn't know I was going to do this. What you mean? You went outside every day, didn't you? Mm. Like, I hate when people do that. And like, oh, I know I sold drugs, but I know I was doing all this damage to the community. Nah, pick a side. Yeah. Pick a side. It is a cop out. Pick it, like, but I remember you were 19. Mm-hmm. Your brain's not done developing until you're like 26. Right. So, of course, when you're 19, the entire world revolves around you and your happiness. Right. Whatever. You're not even a real adult yet. But it's just like, I hate hearing that. I and then you. watching how much they're like, yo, yeah, man. Like, they, again, like, they almost seem proud of the shit. Like, mm. they just, they're so excited to have been a part of that. And it's like, mm. on one hand, I get it. On another hand, it's like, what? Mm. Like, you 56 years old, Slim. Yeah. <laughs> like. Why are you still excited about this? Mm. That's crazy. Mm. It speaks to it speaks to the other things that they didn't do in life, I guess. The the things that they didn't accomplish, maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. Or even like just looking at how Basley Park is still, and they acknowledge, yeah, we did this. Yeah. Then you talk about I'm gonna come back to Queens. What? what? Why? Why? So you're not an advocate for Prince getting out. I don't want anyone to be in jail. I think that that lawyer had a good point about. Yeah. Anything over 10 years. Abolition is something that I struggle with uh-huh. um, because I feel like jail in America in most places, but specifically I live here, is punitive, not restorative. Okay. I can agree. So I, I struggle with whether or not people should be there hmm. in general. But yeah, anything over 10, 15 years, you're dragging it. 
you dragging it. I guess it gets complicated. Just depending it is. On because, it's nuanced. Because murder and things like rape and, you know, when the when there's real victims that you can't really restore what you took from them. That's you know? the part of abolition I struggle with. Like yeah. rape, people who harm children, people who yeah. molest children, things like that. It's like... No, nah, I kind of want you dead anyway. Yeah. You can't I, fix pedophilia, Slim. Like, I, I'm with you on that. Now, but I'm, murder, even that, sometimes I'd be like, well, what happened? Sometimes. Yeah. In some situations, right? Like in their situations, if we all, like we talk about in Snowfall, mm-hmm. we are all drug dealers here. Yeah. We all know what can happen. Right. You, I think that you bring it up sometimes. Like you don't like when drug dealers try and play by civilian rules. You got to pick, mm-hmm. you got to pick which rules you're playing by. Yeah. So sometimes that isn't, it's like, Hey, you rolled the dice. Yeah. Or someone's trying to harm you. It's 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 messy. And I don't want to get too deep into it here because I know that I'm not sure how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. But no, nah, I'm not I'm not an advocate of him still being in jail at all. I think it's it's excessive. Yeah. yeah, prison is interesting because it's like it's a whole little economy in itself. So even people being in prison is not to the benefit of reform, to your point. Yeah. It's it's to the benefit of capitalism on somebody else's you know, so that, you know, I remember, man, back in 2013, you know, um, my company was hot. We we got a bid to do um, a documentary for the Department of Corrections, mm-hmm. or, uh, uh, you know, um, basically about Virginia's reform program, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it was a very, in, you know, uh, in prison reform. So we went to a bunch of medium security prisons and uh, filmed some inmates doing you know, kind of going through the program and just, I guess the whole thing was probably going to be used to get more federal funding for it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the end goal was, but having conversations with those inmates off mic gave me a lot of perspective yeah. into what was actually not happening. <laughs> right. You know, uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, we were basically there as a marketing ploy to, you know, tout, to the fed, probably to the federal government, like, hey, this is what we're doing in our prison systems. We need more money to do it. But then in reality, nothing is. It's when you talk to the people that are supposed to be receiving the benefit Nothing's of said changing. thing, they're like, man, this shit ain't really. I do it because like I, I want got nothing better to do. Yeah, but it ain't. It, it's not what they trying to make it out to be. And I think the problem comes in right. Like most people, let's say ninety eight percent of people, are selling drugs be to meet a need. Mm-hmm. If we're being honest. Yeah. It's a horrible way to go about meeting that need, but that's why they do it. Mm-hmm. It's a coping mechanism or using drugs or being violent or whatever. People do that as a coping mechanism or as a tool to meet an end. Mm-hmm. So you put them in jail and don't replace what you took. And then you send them back into the world and expect things to be different. Mm. Those responsibilities still exist when they get outside. And now you've taken so much time from them and marred them and marked them with a scarlet letter and made them almost unable to do things legitimately and you don't understand why we have the recidivism i struggle saying that word that's a that's a 20 point word (laughs) yeah um rates that we have because it's not restorative it's just punitive it's just you know it's like time out for adults yeah it's 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 weird so no long story short i don't want him in jail still but also you talk about i'm gonna go back to the hood and do you gonna do what (laughs) right hand out turkeys because the thing is, you don't go out there, and unfortunately, if you want to get away from being preem or prince, mm-hmm. you can't go back to Queens. Because mm. that's where you will only ever be prince and preem there. Right. Right. Because it's still young, impressionable kids 
who think like that and who look up to you for those reasons. Mm -hmm. You can't change their minds. It's interesting. The time to change their minds has passed. Right. You you have a lore behind you. You gonna have to go to like South Dakota or some shit. Like you can't. And if you go out there now, all the OGs and music gonna want to embrace you. They're gonna want to make sure you have this lifestyle and live lavishly, which we should for our OGs at the same time. Hmm. You need a buffer. Mm. You need a minute, like. Mm. Well, maybe you know, maybe part of that is like, you know, I would imagine that folds into regret. You know, you wanting to, wanting desperately to try to like right the wrongs that you made, and you know, it may not be a sophisticated method, but I can see that. Like, I, I can't, you know, if I move somewhere that's outside of the hood, then that's kind of me. You know, just being okay with the fact that I shit all over my hood and didn't come back and try to do something. So maybe it's maybe that's still an ego thing. I I, I don't know. I've never been in prison that long. Well, I've never been in prison. Period. But yeah. you know, I, you know, to, in, in order to know what that feels like, that that sort of. I imagine it is ego, but if you look at specifically Basley projects right now, what can he do? Yeah, I mean, what can you do? I don't know. You know, I, so. That's a good point, and this is not to push back on that point, but this is to say that, like, when you think about the people that are probably the OGs and Baisley projects now, they were probably very much influenced by Prince. So, like, the generation now probably has no fucking clue who Prince or or Supreme is. They OGs do though. That's what they listen to, and that's what I'm saying. Like, the OGs do. So maybe you can affect the OGs, which in turn, if the young niggas even listen to the OGs now, because that's they the other don't. thing. That, that's that's what I'm. And now they already got a taste of the money. Yeah. They already got a taste of the life. Yeah. You can't put toothpaste back in it too. You can't. But you know, but sometimes people do these public speaking things, and you, you know, that's ego, and that's that's money. Maybe, but and but you need, I, but don't get me wrong. Legitimate money is good. I'd rather you make money. Let me yeah. make it very plain. I'd much rather than make money that way yeah. than to get back into illegal activity. So. I, and and me personally, I'd rather him try than not. You know what I mean? Because even if you change one person's mind out of that bunch, it, it did something. You know, otherwise, where are they going to hear it from? You know what I mean? Like, if we're talking about our youth is our creatures of example, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Then, like, you're they're only going to be led by another example of that thing. Right. You know, um, so, you know, you can't just put... You can't just send, you know, <laughs> Bill Clinton into the hood. Oh, you guys shouldn't do drugs. You know? Absolutely not. But I think, again, to their own benefit and for their own safety is the wrong word, but for their own growth and development, you don't need to be there. Mm-hmm. It, it ain't about whether, because you're right. You're absolutely right. They should go and talk there. They should go and try. Mm-hmm. But sending them back there? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Oh, well, yeah, you don't send them back there to live. Yeah. They talking about going home to the hood. Oh, I see, I thought that was more like, you know. Going he talking about going to fix my neighborhood and be, like, you, you can't be around it all the time. Like, alcoholics should not be working at bars. Right. Okay. If that's your point, then I totally <laughs> yeah. understand that. Yeah. yeah that's, yeah. like, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, okay, I get it. But, like I said, you prince. Yeah. That's who you're going to be when you step into Queens. Yeah. Go to Poughkeepsie, my nigga. Like go to Poughkeepsie. That was a good. That was a good quote, though. You said, "Fucking alcoholics should not be working at bar." Uh, word to preen. Word See, to preen. He expect to be <laughs> Gerald when he get back, nigga. People swear to you like you got. Like no, that is. I ain't gonna hold you. That's I hope crazy. So, I hope somebody do say word to trees. Like, no, I hope we start not that. ever. Let's start the word to trees challenge, nigga. No, <laughs> word to trees. He cut. I don't. You know yeah. what's crazy? I cannot imagine having that much influence. I wouldn't want it. 
No, that's 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 a. I that's can understand. Sick. I can understand why you would want that in the streets, but that's scary because 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 you're a, that's how Omar died in the wire, right? Like when Kennard killed Omar in the mm-hmm. wire, is because the legend was so big. Yeah, he, he didn't do. Omar did absolutely nothing to Kennard. Right, but Kennard was like, oh, you know, what the hoes say? If I shoot you, I'm famous. Yep. But if you shoot me, or no, 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 if I shoot you, I'm brainless. But if you shoot me, you famous. What's a nigga to do? That's that's the reason why Omar died was because his legend was it preceded him so much further than he could see. So you so you were developing, you were developing marks on your head because of how big you are. You you know you were developing opposition, and it was so far in front of you that you couldn't even see that it was like a little nigga that you have no problem with, bust your head wide open in the middle of a convenience store. And even if you're well intended, like. I think about this podcast and I know that we're going to do really well and that we are doing really well, but it's like, I don't know if I want a bunch of people hearing what I have to say because I got to watch what I say. Mm. That kind of influence and that kind of like reach, that's scary as shit, dog. Like, especially nowadays, people are insane, Mm. like clinically, like people need, Mm. need help. I agree. So just like to have that and to be able to, like, it's just. Like imagine him joking about wanting somebody dead one day and the wrong nigga hear it. Yeah. Now you fucked up in a Rico case because they're saying you hired a hit when in reality you was like, nah, I just hate that nigga. I ain't mean for nobody to kill him for real. Right. But a nigga thought he was doing a mark for you. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, with, with great response, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. As every superhero movie tells us that. You but know, then so. you're 24 years old with that. You a kid. You don't know shit about shit. That's the truth. No matter how advanced you are, your brain is still twenty. Like yeah. you still, you still got smooth spots on your brain, Slim. So like, well, shit. And I mean, it, they showed you even well beyond his twenties when he came out and Irv Gotti from Murder Inc. tried to offer him a job. That's when I was done. Yeah. That sounds like, oh, you like this? Yeah. Well, clearly that's what he was saying. Okay. I, I love this shit. Okay. I love the game. I love the game. If exactly. I leave, they still gonna fuck with <laughs> me. Fuck. So I mean, all of these movies and all of these real life stories, they give you the motif of what it, it, we always hear it. The money and the power is just as much of a drug as the the substance yeah. they're selling, if not worse. It probably is worse. You know, because uh, you can justify it. Oh, oh, we got a line for everything. The uh, worst drug known to man is stronger than heroin. Mm-hmm. When you can look in the mirror and say, "There I am," but still not see what you become. I know I'm guilty of it too, but uh, not like them. Anyway. Say, are you done rapping? I guess so. You lost one. Okay, no. <laughs> but it's just like, when I heard, so this whole thing with Murder Inc., I'm very, if this is the last episode, mm-hmm. I am very upset at the, they did not do that justice, but I get why they didn't if they're still like trying to get paroled or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, ain't no way you finna convince me that you got pulled over, got sassy with a cop, showed them a business card, and that was the the blow of murder ink. Well, I mean, no, they established it a little bit bigger than that. It was the idea of this this straight to DVD crime Child. partners movie. I remember seeing crime. I had no clue that Supreme had something to do with that movie, but I've seen that cover a million times because it got. Uh, it's a hood classic. Yeah, it's a hood classic. I've I, seen that movie. Oh wow, I've never seen it. Yeah, but um, it's, it's as bad as it seems. Yeah. So, so I think you know that they were explaining like that. You know, just and then just the name Murder Inc. For, for okay, I'm a, I'll say this. 
I'm glad that Irv finally gave it the context for me to understand why he called it Murder, Inc. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, the hitman, contract hitman. Yeah. I never thought about that portion of thing. You know, uh, Puff Daddy, Diddy, or whatever we call him, he got- Brother Love. Brother Love. You know, he he had the hitman, right? So the, he had a producer oh, squad called the hitman, okay. right? So I could see how, like, Murder, Inc., when you hear contract hitman, and then Puffy got the hitman making millions of dollars, you know, and millions of hits, you know- um, I can see how that name would be attractive to you as somewhat of a, just, you know, a competitive spinoff yeah. of what he's got going on. And the on. kind of music you're making. Yeah. So, but it's just not, but in hindsight, that's not smart to call your legitimate business that's, that is affiliated with a real gangster that has really murdered people called Murder Inc. You know, like you're kind of handing it over to the feds at that point. Question before we get there, just to lighten it up. Yeah. Should we be allowing Irv Guided to say nigga? What his mom and daddy look like? I mean, Irv is what? He's a... In a real question, I ain't never seen his parents, but he, you know, he looked like he might be a Puerto Rican or something. And you know, New York will let you do that, but... Irvin Lorenzo. uh, Is he Puerto Rican or is he... I don't... He's and if he a black Puerto Rican, that's different. That exists, right? Like, I just need to look at his parents. Right. I got you. That's funny, though. That's funny. Because he was saying that with so much conviction. I'm just like, hmm. I don't know, but you live in New York and they be letting y'all get away with stuff. Yeah, they get away with a lot in, in the city. Um, yeah, that's a, that's actually a good question. I think he's a yeah, I would I would I would say maybe black Italian. Black and Italian maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but um but yeah, I I think maybe the business card is just the thing that put them on this. Obviously, they didn't have much. They they weren't building. You know what I'm saying? He brought heat to Murder Inc. that way. It's like it, there's there's more to it. I don't upset we didn't see it. It's just basically what I'm okay. Yeah. No, that's a possibility. There has to be more to it. Like that's a possibility. Irv Gotti. Like it wasn't. They made it seem so quick. Yeah. And it's like no. Like why they bleed you dry? Tell me more about it. Like what happened? Like right. I want to. And maybe that's just a whole different story to tell. Mm. But this seems like where you should have told it. Because that's kind of why we know who Bream is. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Well, your people, especially people that are not from New York, yeah. Right. That's like, what I say we, I mean, my generation, like. Oh, right, right, right. I'm so, under 35, so Bream to us is the nigga from Murder, Inc. Right. So I, I have to I have to make a public apology here. I mean, unless they just they just didn't say it. Um, but, you know, I was, I was saying in the past episodes that I think Bream had something to do with 50 Cent's mom mm-hmm. getting killed. I, I guess not. No, yeah, he has so, something to do with 50 getting shot. Yeah, so uh, I mean that I knew, but I, I thought it was I thought the beef went further than I didn't realize it was just a, him saying something in a song and then whatever happened in between. Well, it could have. Yeah. But he trying to get out. Oh yeah, yeah. And they didn't yeah, talk yeah. to 50 directly. They just used quotes. They just used quotes. Yeah. So, but but I, I I'm still gonna. Throw out my apology just because uh, I don't want to be starting no street rumors about nothing. I don't know yeah. nothing about. You know yeah. what I mean? So um, we are civilians, very much. And so they, yeah, they made it known that like, and I remember that track too, where Fifty said that, uh, where he basically said, "I'll break it down even more." Illa, uh, Preem was the businessman. Prince was the killer. <laughs> was the kill. so Fifty was straight snitching, bro. Five O. That'd be the, the fucking- thing about Fifty. And everybody like, oh, he was such a fucking gangster. And I'd be like. I don't know if y'all are right. Yeah. 50 been kind of a troll ever since and not the good kind. Yeah. He he's definitely 6'9 if 6'9 got shot 9 times. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that's the only difference. Like 
literally. Yeah. I mean, and then and then it sounds like he was really in the streets. It sounds like he really was selling. He was sticking niggas up. He he really did go to prison. He's still a troll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still talking too much and a troll. Nah, like. That's a fact. That no, that was straight. That wasn't even that was a wet snitch. That wasn't even dry snitch. Yeah. That was straight wet snitch. And was snitching. like, well, I'm just seeing what other guys No, you're not saying what other niggas are saying. What are you talking yeah. about? But but I guess at that point when he said it, Prince was already in prison for murder. So I guess at the same time. Yeah, but Prince saying he ain't kill nobody. So why are you talking? Yeah. Actually, no, he wasn't in jail for murder. They established that last episode. He got off on the bodies. Okay. Yeah, nah, yeah. That was wet snitching 50. You know better than that. But like. whatever. You know, he he made it work for him. So I guess all is right with capitalism because capitalism made off with it. So, you know, he's made hundreds of millions of dollars now. So it's okay. And even they said that. They're like, at this point, he just talking about it. You know, he's only and they're right to a degree. 50 Cent would not be 50 Cent without getting shot nine times. No, that's it. That's the thing that made him the thing. That's his shtick. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you know, God bless. He went through a lot of pain to get to it. But, you know. Self-induced. Yeah, sound like he put himself in a line of fire. Uh, So we find out that Preem was responsible for double homicide, uh, which Mm -hmm. was E Money Bags, rest in peace, E Money Bags, and um, the other uh, another guy that's part of his faction. I can't remember the name. uh, A double homicide for retaliation of the murder of Black Just, Mm -hmm. and and all this happened in Baltimore. So that's that's interesting, and that's what made it federal. That's what, yeah, that's yeah, the thing. That's why that, the feds came. Be, yo, I ain't going to hold you, man. The the brilliant detective work that was done by those two, uh, the, the the whoever the guy was that listened to what was happening on TV and, you know, with the videotape. And then they, I guess they made a timeline of when the people that were videotaping before the hit happened, when it turned off, mm-hmm. when the hit happened and was able to use that joint as evidence. However, I probably would have argued like, who's not to say that wasn't a rerun, my nigga? Right. <laughs> you know, like, right. you know, my so you know, I would have dug a little bit deeper into the defense bag, um, but it sounds like they did do some good police work, mm-hmm. and they got a murderer off the street, which is supreme. Um, yeah, man. Um, very interesting. Very interesting. This is just a very, very, very interesting story. Uh, I didn't know that Hove was involved with Preem in, in any way. Yeah, me neither. Was Irv snitching when he was telling all that? Because he started saying names like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, whoa. I, I mean. Me Those n- gentlemen aren't on this, aren't, aren't right. on this you know, broadcast. Why would you? But maybe, because when he bought up Hove's name, he bought Who else it up, did he bring up? I forget. It was Hove that, and someone else gave him money. Uh, yeah, gave him money for the, for the film. I forget who it was, but. I guess when you say that Beyonce hate these niggas, I know she do. She be like, if y'all don't leave our fucking names <laughs> out, of shit. out this bullshit, we buy art and have babies. Leave us alone. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, but I mean, I know Hove and Irv have a really good relationship. Do they? Yeah. Well, okay. uh, Hove is the one that. So I don't know if you know Irv Gotti that he has that show called Tales. Yep. Hove was the one that pretty much walked him in the door and got him financing to get it done. Okay. So their relationship is really good. I mean, okay. you know, they did a lot of business early on, man. They had that whole that they had that whole um that whole squad that was supposed to happen between DMX, mm-hmm. Ja Rule, and, that. and and not the commission, because that was the one he had with Biggie. But I think it was called Murdering. Um The Murderers. Yeah, the Murderers or something like that. Yeah. Um you know, and they were all they were all in the Def Jam building together. Shanti Fine is frog hair. Yeah, 
Ashanti is pretty. She's been pretty her whole career. Listen. Yeah, I really like Ashanti. Um, uh, I like her even more at this age though. That. Yeah. Nah, Auntie she, Ashanti is. Woo. Yeah, she all she that she definitely that. Woo. Um. Um, I, I liked her talking about the duality of Preen, mm-hmm. how she heard the legend of like, I knew all these people were scared of him, but when he was with me, he was a complete gentleman. That is sometimes the weirdness of being a girl around gangsters. Yeah. Because you hear people talking about folks and it's like, really? Or like when you're dating a guy who may have been a different individual or who might still be a different individual when he's not around you mm-hmm. and you hear their friends telling stories. It's like, who are y'all talking about? Yeah. This this nigga, this, right? This nigga like Bill ice cream cones and shit with me, like and like boops my nose. Like fuck, is you talking about? Like, uh, yeah. But it's funny though that that kind of happens with guys too, because I tell you, most most of the real gangster niggas I know, like with, you know what I'm yeah. saying, with that work under their belt, man, they joke. They they and are the, the funniest niggas. Person. Yeah, yeah, they are the funniest people, man. You would never expect it. People you know, with a code live by it. If there's no reason for you to see that person, you don't need to see that person. Yeah, that's yeah. a fact. You know, but then of course there's some people that are just psychopaths and they just not funny at all. And you all. stay away from them. Yeah, you don't want to be stay away a from sociopath. Them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, most of the real like gangster businessmen, like I I put Preem like it sounded like Preem was more of a businessman and him doing murder was more of a principality mm-hmm. than it was like just his instinct, where it sounds like Prince was definitely like, I'm just a, a young wolf out here. Yeah. You know, so a nigga like Preem probably was mad, hilarious in the cipher, joking niggas. You know, he probably didn't take jokes too Look far. Because you, Nick, he, who me? You oh, mad, he, hilarious in the cipher. Shut up. Oh, <laughs> you funny man. Yeah, Yo, you funny today, boy. Most real gangsters, like who are actually gangsters, you can lead the babies with. That's it. That's the truth. Like no, that's the truth. Sweet as pie. That's the truth. Back to that cop, man. That cop, he, yo, he was throwing some zingers on the low. He was real funny. But he said, uh, he pretty much said, niggas in jail only read three books. Right. They and he, read, won't, he won't wrong. Nah, Sun Tzu. Sun Tzu, Art of War. Machiavelli. Right. And, and fucking anything crime. Donald Goins. Part, yeah, partner <laughs> right. crime. I would throw another one in there. 48 Laws of Power. Every nigga wants to read the 48 Laws of Power for some reason. Let me tell you something. So back in the day, <laughs> this may be like 2012-ish. Right. I don't know. I I, not that I started reading, but I started like looking into like self help. The style of my reading changed. Okay. Um, and someone asked me to read Forty Eight Laws of Power. Mm-hmm. This person I had no business recommending books. Okay. But I started reading it, and I was like, "Oh, this is why that motherfucker's an asshole." Because uh, uh, yeah. this shit here is crazy. Yeah. Like, why would you teach somebody this? So people who tell you their favorite book is Forty Eight Laws of Power, that's that's your first. Giant yes, red, red blaring flag. flag. Like you should run away. Well, no, there's two types of people that read Forty Eight Laws. It's the type that read it to be manipulative, and it is the type to read it to understand what manipulative people look like. Because I read Forty Eight Laws, but I have no. But you're not telling nobody it's your favorite book. Oh yeah, no, that's you're not recommending that book to anyone. I've recommended it. You should stop. <laughs> but I've recommended people are judging you. But it's, it's certain people that you recommend it to. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't recommend it to you. You know, are judging I'd recommend record. Simon Sinek start with why with you. you know, I'm so. actually reading um, Leaders Eat Last by him. Oh, excellent book. Yeah. They're, they're, but Simon, I really like Simon Sinek. I used to watch, before I became a manager of people, I um, used to watch his stuff on YouTube all of the time. Mm. All of the time. Got it. Yeah. yeah Eaters le- Eat Last, a lot of jewels in it's there. It's really good. Yeah. A lot of jewels in there. But, but Start With Why was one of those ones for me that like helped. 
ask myself the right questions Same. to get on course. I watched the speech of his. Oh, um, got it. Got where he it. talked about the why should never change. Don't doesn't matter what the what is, yeah. as long as your why remains the same. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, look at you six, all educated and shit. Listen, I told you, you. you be getting some compliments. I, I some some people that like are newfound listeners of the pod. Mm-hmm. They're fans of you. Oh, they're like she's you. very intelligent. Aww. I'm like, man, don't gas her up, nigga. Wow. But I, but I give you love. I'm That's like, crazy. no, she's very smart. She's way smarter than me. That's not true. But... That's the truth. Why do you, you and Lizzie both do that? Y'all are both. First of all, y'all have the same birthday. We do. We're both. Tourists. And y'all are both fucking like brilliant level people. But every time I'm like, yeah, y'all are smart. No, you know, like that so, modesty shit. It's it's not modesty, and okay. I'm. A true mark of intelligence is knowing when you don't know everything. I people to I get that this is gonna sound horrible, but mm-hmm. I get that compliment often. Okay. Um and the thing of I think that people think that because I'm really comfortable at not knowing, mm-hmm. which makes me constantly curious. Mm. So I only know all these things because I'm willing to admit I don't know all these things. Got it. Which just creates a cycle of constant curiosity. Okay. Um it makes sense. Which sometimes can make me know very little about a lot of things, which can also backfire, right? So, like, I know enough to talk about it, but not enough to be knowledgeable about it. Got it. And there's always going to be things that other people know more than I do. So, someone's like, oh, you're smarter than me. It's like, at what? Right, right. That's true. If we start talking about making a movie, I'm absolutely the idiot in the room. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm not smarter than you. I just might know bigger words than you do or what have you. So, that's why I do that. I know the biggest of the biggest. I know how to use them appropriately. (laughs) Exactly. Zing. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, so Supreme gets out, makes this oh, real quick. Let mm-hmm. me just switch the subject real quick. Okay. Did you watch Jordan Peele's Nope yet? No. Nigga. Nope. Very interesting. Nope. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> anybody who's who has listened or who has watched Nope, I do another podcast mm-hmm. called mm-hmm. Kinda Movie Critics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We reviewed it. If you've seen Nope, go listen to it. Kinda Movie Critics. Wherever you found this podcast, you can find Kinda K-I-N-D-A Movie Critics. And I only have it listened because I'm going this weekend. So okay, I yeah. can't wait to hear your interpretation of it. I'm getting nervous about watching it because everyone has very cryptic or hit or miss reviews of it. Yeah, if you take something, well, it's a good experience. Okay, in my opinion, you know, I've I've heard some bad like black people should be allowed to be mediocre. Jordan Peele's not mediocre by any. No, no, I just mean like the movie. Okay, like it should be allowed to be. Yeah. Lena Waithe is mediocre. Yes. But <laughs> we should be allowed to go. Oh, no you know, disrespect from you. We should be allowed to go. Oh, it was a good experience, and that'd be okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm still gonna go see it. Got it. Um. Oh uh, yeah. Sorry for that sidebar there. <laughs> I feel like I need to erase that leaning with comment, but I'm not. No. <laughs> you want me to repeat it so you can erase you saying it? Like, yeah. There you go. Fresh. <laughs> um. She ruined Queen and Slim. Good God from Zion. Yeah, I was so tight with Queen and Slim, bro. Kind of movie critics. We did an episode on that too, featuring Mad Skills. She's part of the problem, but whatever. We're not here to talk about. That. Yeah, we're not here to talk about her. But you, but you're not wrong. Um. Uh, Preem gets out. Preem gets out mm-hmm. and and gets the money together to make Crime Partners. Yes. Which the police, please watch it if you've never seen it. Yeah. Please I, watch it if you've never seen it. That's a. When I saw Clifton Powell's wig, I oh was my like, it's a hard pass for the for It's the guy. something you should get high with and watch it with your partner. Okay. And just like eat food. It's it's so dumb. It's it's like a, a movie on Tubi. Got it. It's so bad it's good. Got it. Yeah, it's one of those. Like just It's like shots of 
Yes. Okay. Like go into it not expecting any kind of masterpiece, right. but go into it expecting to be extremely entertained. Got it. Yeah. That's funny. But I think that's dope that he extended his hand out and did a shitty movie because that movie definitely looked shitty. It was really bad. <laughs> like the was... camera work. I'm sorry, whoever the cinematographer, that just looked awful. It, it looks like it was shot on like a Polaroid camera. Yeah, no. Nah, uh, it's really bad. No, nah, Polaroid would have been an upgrade. It's so bad. Like <laughs> yeah, the handheld one that you had to like turn to record stuff with. It uh, looks like that. No, nah, it looked like it was shot on like a handy cam, like the Jones that came out in the early 90s. Like they lit it with flashlights, bro. Like uh, it's just really bad, but look, you have to watch terrible. it. Look very terrible. You have to watch it. Um, so that you know, basically, the feds tried to build a case of money laundering on Murder Inc. Obviously, they did not have an airtight case to build against money laundering. Earth said, because, "What's money laundering?" Yeah. So if he give me money, I give it back to him. Yeah. No, nah, I just gave it to him. Right. That's crazy. That I mean, and 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 bet and, the house on it. And bet the house didn't turn on his man. Didn't take the six month deal from the feds. He faced the twenty like a man and got not guilty. Diddy never would, never could. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That was wild, personally. That, I don't know well, where that came he, from. Because the way he did shine, man. He did shine, drive crazy. I'm not old enough to know exactly what happened with that. I just know there was a gun fired and J Lo left niggas after that. Yeah, J Lo, J Lo stopped fucking with black niggas after that. She stopped saying, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah thank God. Was, thank, well, for, for that, we owe him a thank you. Uh, I don't know. She said stay with black. I ain't going to hold you, but. Nah, but the way she, she liked to run through folks and act crazy. Nah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, Sean got to shoot niggas in the club or shooting at niggas in the club on Diddy behalf. Diddy snitched? Well, Diddy split him up. He get, he got him a different lawyer. You know what I'm saying? He didn't fight oh. the case with him together. Like basically kind of threw him out on the island by himself on some like, listen, bro. You're on your own. Good luck. I but I, I got some shit to protect. Which I understand that you having shit to protect. But, but he's part of the shit you gotta protect. You see what I'm saying? You gotta show a little bit more initiative than that. Yeah. You know, you got you gotta give him the top notch everything. Yeah. But you know, the, the Shine has gotten out. He did now he, he's he did like a twenty a year bid. Fucking president of belief, some shit. Right. Or or he he's did like a fifteen but, year. Yeah. yeah. He did like a fifteen year bid, got out. He's yeah, whatever the prime minister of Belize or whatever it is. You know, he's prime doing well. I think Diddy hit him off with some bread, you know, for the my bad back tax. You know what I mean? As he should have. And uh, all is right in the universe. So it's really none of my business, to be honest. Um. Uh yeah. So, so you 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 kind of said you you basically feel like there was a lot of things miss. They kind of wrapped it up too quick. You're saying? Yeah. They, if if this is the last one, which. Mm-hmm. It, 98% chance you're right because they gave all the updates or whatever at the end. Right. They did wrap it up way too quickly, but I understand because we also saw at the end they're still fighting these cases. Yeah. So there's, you kind of can't say too much yet. Yeah. Which, again, back to our point about BMF, you shouldn't be telling the story yet. Then. Yeah. If it's too soon, if you got to hide shit still. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it's too soon, it's too soon. That's fine. Yeah. But come on. Well, you know, me, just me knowing. Or just talk about the murdering shit. I mean, they could have done a whole that episode yeah. with, with the Murder, Inc. stuff, because that was a very You could have done deal. two or three. That was a very big deal. Talk about the 50 beef. Talk about what happened with them, how it started. Like, they just kept... Yeah. They made that too short. I think a lot of people watch this for that. Like, mm-hmm. people my age, like I said, that's who Supreme is. Mm-hmm. We know that he likes some old-time gangster, but no, nah, he's a nigga on Murder, Inc. Mm-hmm. Like, so... No, nah, yeah. They, they definitely could have did a whole episode on that. Um... I look at this like this three-part documentary series is there may be a play for an actual film, like a scripted mm-hmm. 
film. You know, that's usually how these things go. You get these documentaries that come out. They're very big, comprehensive. They're sort of like testers you put out for the people to see, like, if there's an interest gauge, then the next thing you know, they're shooting an actual film about the subject. Which, yeah. You know, um, it even said it in the thing. It said Preem is working on a, a movie for his. He should be doing no <laughs> Supreme working on a movie about his life and his case. So that's probably what we're going to end up seeing next is a mass appeal produced, you know, Stephen Capel Jr. directed gangster. Well, maybe not Stephen Capel Jr. because he's doing fucking Transformers now. But if it's anything like Crime Partners. Nah, nah, nah. It ain't going to be that. It's going to be something. It's going to be something official. I Pro- want Clifton Powell in it. Produce produced by mass appeal and macro or something like that which this is insider trading at this point but yeah um oh uh, yeah i mean not really much to talk about with this joint i i mean me personally i kind of have a different perspective i i think okay. that, you know i think that three episodes it 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 was fulfilling enough for me to understand the broad overstrokes of what supreme team was because i've always heard the name we, and we've always heard derivatives of the supreme team always heard supreme's name i i, I never really heard much of prince um but i've always heard supreme's name for you know decades now um and it, it just got in and out for me to understand the broad strokes of the story you know somebody who was around in hollis or around in you know uh Baisley and you know 40 projects and all these you know Queensbridge, all these areas of queens that already know these stories maybe nothing much was revealed but yeah you know to somebody who's not attached to any of that there was a lot there and oh, i yeah, and i know enough to know that like it sounds like a lot is missing too because from what i understand it's starting to come up and again this is completely we're I, civilians I, I, i'm civilian i could be wrong but i could have swore i just heard this that there's a potential that like uh supreme has something to do with jam master jay's murder mm. you know what i'm saying like that 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 sort of came out but Again, civilians. I don't what the fuck know. Do we know about shit? I, I heard that on some publication. I hope it's not true, but whatever. Yeah. You know. Um, and rest in peace, Jam Master J, to a legend. Um. Yeah, but all in all, to me, you know, I like where it went with the first step act, and you know, and and you know, Eric Adams kind of the Eric Adams story. You know, I don't really have an opinion on the guy one way or the other. But Eric Adams in this, so he would leave it alone. What you mean? He liked touching shit. He liked meddling in hip hop stuff. I feel like Eric Adams became the mayor just so he could live out his dreams. Like yeah. he was a really unserious person. Like uh, that's a possibility. Just because the you'd have to recognize how he's how horrible a job he is doing at being a mayor. Uh-huh. To realize he's just there for the vibes. Like he got there by saying, I used to be this, that, and a third, and now, you know, I'm gonna do this for the city. Right. Which felt good to black people, I'm sure, but we gotta get better at Black don't always mean right. Right. That's a fact. He just up there with the vibes. Like, he get to be that nigga now. Like, he he gets to pretend like he's preem because he got power now because he's the mayor. I he, promise you he, he was only in this bitch so he would actually let them do what they need to do and, like, approve permits and shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a, you know, I mean, shit. That's what Vito said he wanted for Michael, right? Like, I always wanted you to be a politician or, you know. Yeah. Because those are the real gangsters. Yeah, but he's not good at that either. He just up yeah. there partying on yachts and shit. I mean, probably he, getting high. He getting like, paid, so he must be still. Good. He must be good at it. Like you ain't got to be good. At, look at no, New York's right. last few mayors. No, I don't know right. if you have to be good at it. No, you're right. <laughs> no, you're right. No, um, but but I do get it. Like hearing him talk about it here. Well, hearing him talk about it here confirms what you're saying. Yeah. You know, pretty much this was symbolism. Like a, a young kid from the streets that ran with the seven crowns did did jail time. All of this. I'm able to 
overcome all of this and become the mayor now of New York. I got the bitches. You know. Legitimately. With, like, that's really all it's about for him. Which on paper, I can understand why you feel the need to say that. Because that is a that is an American dream story. No, yeah, no that yeah. saying that is great. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not disputing that. I'm not disputing the examples needed. I'm talking about how, what you're actually doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's jack shit. Yeah. You know the game is the pretty Tony. After all this you went through with police, you were now like super pro cop. Like, just shut up. You just want to be left alone so you can eat at restaurants and fuck on these hoes. And I get it. That's cool. I mean, that's cool. It's not like a good life to You me. see what I'm saying? But don't become the mayor and do that. Nah, yeah, that's crazy. Like, be a city alderman or some shit and do that. But like, the mayor. He's not doing any good. No, bro. Oh, okay. I like, know. he really just show up for the vibes. I'm not exaggerating. Like, God bless. He, he wants more cops everywhere. He just doing whatever it takes to shut folks up. Right. So he can just go party and bullshit. And again, you should be an alderman and do that. Right. Right. A city council member, not the mayor. Right. I get you. He, hell, the city treasurer can get away with that shit. But the mayor of New York City, like. Yeah. Well, you know, no. man, this, just the structure of politics is very, like, self-serving. Uh, you know, you have to be very like, you have to have a, a a pretty big twinge of narcissism to to like. It's a god complex, absolutely. To be in politics at that level, but being the governor or the mayor of New York and New York City, respectively, it's like being the second and third president. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of power. Yeah, so like, I want New York to get better at like choosing them people. It's a city of. Eight nine million people, man. That's that's. I that's, need y'all to get closer to one accord. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. God this bless. This is crazy. I hope they if they figure it out, man. Maybe we can solve America's issue. Like, um, yeah, man. So I, I but I, I'm with you. I'm with you in terms of like, um, you know, if you're gonna be a mayor, do better. Like, you know, be for pretend. the people. Yeah, be for the people. He very open about he just in this bitch for the vibes. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's crazy. He don't try and hide it. That's crazy. Um, there's really not much to talk about with this. No. Uh, uh I mean, I'm glad they did it. I'm BJ, glad- you win. <laughs> BJ, she's so petty. Oh man, I can't wait till he listens. To this. He gonna laugh. Um, I'm so glad Nas did this though. One because I see he on, he on his Quest Love shit. You know, Quest Love got the uh, was it a Grammy that he got? Not a Grammy. Did did he get an Oscar for um for the joint for the Black Woodstock joint? What was it called? Summer Soul, the Summer Soul documentary. What he get an Oscar? Yes, yeah, Oscar yeah, because it yes. happened yeah. during the slap. Yeah, um, yeah. So he got an Oscar for um, Summer Soul, which t- which was an amazing film, by the way. If you've never seen it, Mm-mm. it's a really good, really good feel good documentary about basically like a Wood Woodstock type event uh, concert that was happening in the middle of Harlem at the same time Woodstock was happening. Really? Yes. All the like the all the biggest acts of our culture. Were there, really? bro. yeah, and it, it was in the when was Woodstock the sixties, right? No idea, but I think so. Yeah, uh, either sixties or seventies. Summer of Love, Summer of Soul. I Summer get of Soul. It. Yeah. Where's it streaming at? Hulu. Yeah, I'm it's gonna Hulu, watch that. It's too, a Hulu then. documentary. Very, very, very good. Feel good documentary, man. Um. Um. Oh uh, yeah, but I'm I'm very glad that Nas did this, and I hope he does get yeah. some sort of accolade or recognition because it was very well done. I feel like. I like cultural person Nas mm-hmm. much better than rapper Nas. Yeah, he he is he's one of the ones that transitioned properly. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about venture capitalism in general. I'm mixed feelings, but uh, I'm glad that he's in that. Right, like yeah. I want him to do more stories about New York because, like you said, he's 
he can move around with the same respect and get some stuff mm -hmm. that other people couldn't. Yeah. And people would be less guarded mm -hmm. because it's Nas. I like that he thinks this story is important and wanted to tell it with care and the people he included. Mm -hmm. I just start rapping though. Damn, that's cold blooded. Yeah. It's important to know your strengths and weaknesses. And then back to the beats thing. So you haven't listened to the last two projects he did with Hit Boy? King's Disease, one he, and two? He wrote a song about going to brunch on Sunday. Well, he didn't write the song, but he rapped about brunch on Sunday. What's wrong with that? Nothing but your Nas. Yeah, you think Nas don't go to brunches on Sunday? I think I don't want to hear about it. All right, I get it. Your personal choice. You, you, you yeah, know. like I don't have, it's no real rhyme or reason. I don't like how it sounds. Like okay. it's just, you know. Well, Hit Boy laced him. Um, I mean, it's Hit Boy. Yeah. So I mean, so when you say he had bad beats, you you, you talking about he had shit good beats boy. and talked. Then he had good beats, talked about fucking bacon and eggs. Like I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with you, man. N a h s is how you spell Nas when it comes to music. Nas, <laughs> yo, you ain't shit, yo. You know, I love it. again as a cultural figure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It, well, no, if if it's true, he's beat on Khalees and absolutely fuck all that. But yeah, yeah, just stop rapping. Okay. Just transition. Well, I think he has. I think I think he only raps when he feels like it now, and I think most of his share money it with comes us from anymore. most of his money comes from tech ventures and venture capitalism. And I respect him. He helped get um, Tristan Walker off the ground with his bevel, yeah, so bevel, with, with yeah. bevel. He was part of that. He was part of Ring Doorbell. His, his yeah. venture capitalism had a lot to do with Ring Doorbell. I don't know if right now is the right time to claim them. Why? Ring isn't like a bunch of hot water for. Um, willingly and without permission turning over all their information to whoever asked for it oh you know i just assume everybody who has databases does that no but they lied oh who they lied to the people yeah i assume they all are doing it i mean yeah people right but but it was found out yeah oh okay got yeah. It. yeah yeah well i mean he got his money and did whatever go ahead black man yeah but i mean I, I, he has a good he has a good eye for investment i will give him that yeah Coin, but they all seem to, besides Bevel, flail because Coinbase is who. I mean, but you know, you get your money, you get out. Yeah, you yeah. Know, but I'm saying, going forward, if I see Nas talking about it or investing it, I'm mm -hmm. probably probably gonna do it. Throw throw a few dollars in it. And I think I think he was early in on Uber. I think all of it. Like, all he calls of the tech shit. he calls yeah. investments really really well. Yeah, he's smart man. Nas yeah. is a smart smart brother. You don't be around for thirty years, thirty plus years, and and not learn some tricks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I no, I'm I'm glad we did this. I'm glad Showtime did this. Yeah. I hope it I, I, I hope it does turn into a movie. I think it'd be really if it did turn into a movie, who do you see playing Preen? Is there any young actors or like Prince, like any young actors? Boris I want Boris Kojo to play young Prince. Just looking at him just then. Boris Kojo is old as fuck. Boris Kojo probably like close to fifty. Okay, then playing old Prince, but either okay, way they look Prince. alike. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um Preem. I don't know. Mm. You got to be real. Clifton Powell. I don't know. <laughs> um, a, a nigga with light eyes who I'm afraid of. I mean, you can always throw contacts in a, in a brother's mouth, in a brother's face. In a brother's mouth, huh? Pause. Uh, hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If this kid was a little bit older, I could see it. Um, uh, Asante Black, the kid, he was on uh, When They See Us, the youngest boy on When They See Us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's a he's gonna be an amazing he's an amazing he could play actor. young Prem. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If he was like if he was like if he had like ten more years on him, I could see him doing young Prem. Um, no, he could play young Prem. Oh, like 
Like young Preem? Yeah, like... A like teenage Preem? Yeah. Okay, okay. Like when Preem became Preem. Oh, okay. Okay. I ain't mad at that. Yeah, Santi Black. I like him. Um, I thought what LL said was very poignant. Like, you know, because, it, again, it was it's the thing that I... that what shocked me that they said in the first episode that they actually said it. You know, LL was basically saying that, like, I know about, you know, I know about Rockefeller. We know about Andrew Carnegie. We know about Bill Gates. You know, all these people, they have their place. But, like, yo, you can't sleep. The Supreme team has their place, too. And they're, they're, they are successful at this American capitalism the same way these other guys yeah. are. You know, and, and of course, you know, I, I don't take it like LL has an immense amount of like respect for what they did. I think I, I think he said it like I always I always felt a sense of honesty from him, from mm-hmm. genuineness from him. Like, I don't know what he did. I don't know that side of him. But as a man, he would look me in my eyes and I felt like this was an honest guy. Yeah. You know, so I think his place is coming from like, you know, it, it just coming from like these guys came from the same place as me. We came out the same time. It's cool. I see what they did. I don't condone it, but I see what they did. And it's, and it has value. Unfortunately, in our community, it does have value to be this good at something, mm-hmm. which, again, man, I just wish we would just change the substance, you know, and change the mindset. Put put that brain power towards something positive, you know, fucking yeah. solving, uh, you know, hunger issues. Use that same vigilance to solve these hunger issues, man, and then you'd be revered. You yeah. Know? Or um, they kill you. That part. Yeah. 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 Uh, is there anything else we want to tackle in this episode? No, I think we hit it all. Yeah. Surprisingly. We did it very, very quickly, too. A couple pumps. Hello? <laughs> I mean, you know. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Um, R.I.P. to Pauly. R.I.P. to... Fucking Pauly. We're losing everybody from Goodfellas, ain't we? Damn. Where the fuck is Joe Pesci? Where is Robert De Niro? Yeah. Put him in a hole somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. Pesci, I'm surprised. Pesci, I ain't, I ain't seen Pesci since The Good Shepherd, that, that movie that De Niro directed in like 2010. Like, yeah. fucking Paulie. Yeah, man. Paul Sorvino. Paulie Sorvino, yeah. He's yeah. Uh, the father to Mira Sorvino, Sorvino, who's an actress. Um, Yeah, man. No, rest in peace to, to Big Paulie. He didn't have to move fast for nobody. Period. And did know? not. Um. And we lost Ray Liotta, you know, about a month and some change ago. So. We lost Henry and Paul. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Looks like Jimmy Conway's doing a number on everybody. Right? <laughs> Gadoonch. He'll be goddamn up there by himself. Yeah. So, um, no, nah, I shouldn't have made a joke like that about. No, they, uh, they wouldn't have cared. Okay. They would have laughed. Yeah. Yeah, I think they would have laughed. Um, all right. Well, that's that on that, man. I, yeah. I guess we need to do some thinking about where we go go from here. Right. We thought we had three or four more weeks of this. <laughs> yeah, well, Jesus. We definitely did. Uh, we'll figure something out. We'll have to. Yeah. Well, we got to do something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to, com- let's not commit to anything just in case we don't pull nothing out of our ass. Right. But so, we'll be back. Yeah. We'll be back soon yeah. enough. And if not, you know, listen to some old episodes. Guarantee we got some shit in the stash that, listen, have you go watched Succession Go listen to Kata Movie yet? Critics. Yeah, Hello? go listen to Kind of Movie Critics. We, we we actually will link it here in the description so you can catch up on Kind of Movie Critics. That's a good thing. If you'd like to see mm. even the birth of this podcast, mm. it started with us reviewing Snowfall right. and Kind of Movie Critics. Start there, just listening your way through. There you go, man. I mean, you know, just some of the series that we've done in the past, just so you know, cause just in case you don't want to go back. We, you know, we've done Snowfall season four and five mm-hmm. uh, and three. Did we do three? Or is this four and I five? I think three was a part of. 
Kind of Rupert. Yeah, that's right. That was yeah. part of Kind of Rupert. So we did four and five. We did Succession season three. We did uh, BMF season one. Euphoria. We've done Euphoria season two. Uh, we did Cocaine Cowboys, a six-part documentary series on Netflix. What else did we do? I feel like we're missing some stuff in there. Did, we, did I say I said Succession? I think that's it. Yeah, I feel like no, maybe. I feel like there was something else short something that we else. did. Yeah. Oh, no, we did We Own the City. Yes. We did The Offer. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, tripping. Those are Y'all like the last Y'all have plenty of content. Give us a second. Yeah. I guarantee you ain't seen all of them things. Yeah. You know, so get in there and watch some of that shit. Give us a second. We'll, yeah. We're going to be back. We're not taking another long hiatus, but yeah. we really, th- we had no idea there's only three episodes. Yeah. This is crazy. I, I we thought, thought it was six to eight. Be at least six. Yeah. yeah. So, so we got caught off guard. Maybe we should have did our research, but fuck it. Why would we do that? Anyway, shout out to all the new listeners because I know it's a few of you out there that's out here. Y'all definitely got six. plenty to listen to. Yeah. And um, I think that's that on that six. You want to give them our socials just in case you want to keep up there? Yes. On Instagram, we are Grams of Snow Pod. On Twitter, we are Grams of Snow. Come say hi. Give us a suggestion, something you want to hear. Mm-hmm. We'll actually listen this time. Yeah. Maybe if it's good. Yeah. Potentially. Don't give me no like fucking police brutality shit. Y'all know my, I gotta like you know yeah. a sensitive spirit and Let, I can't handle that. Let's stay away from that. I'm I I, I don't want to I don't want to incite that part of you no more. Six. Yeah, I, I just want to talk about happy criminal fiction. Yeah. Like I like I I damn near don't even want to talk about real stories no more. I kind of don't. <laughs> like I just want to talk. Is that because stories. of me or just? Yeah, it's kind of because it's oh, because I'm sorry. well it's because I just don't I don't want to feel like i'm i got a weak constitution i'm sorry you know what i mean yeah. i just got a weak constitution i, I used to be a gangster and just the older i get the softer i get it's yeah, like it's all good talk about the fake shit's fun though the fake shit is fun but yeah. the real shit is like y'all are some monsters yeah you you could go a lot further talk about the fake shit because you ain't got to worry about stepping on no re no real stuff you yeah know? my bad i'm sitting here scrolling through our junk to make sure to make sure we we're not missing everything. anything i feel like we did too but of course, knowing us, we'll get off this Maybe thing. we'll actually start the reason we started this podcast. I'll talk to you about it later that you keep evading, but... who? Uh, the, uh, oh, the gangster movies? Yeah. Yeah, we do need to do that. We do need to go ahead and rank our favorite gangster movies. Or just start reviewing some of them first before mm-hmm. we start the whole ra- ranking thing. Right. That's a good point, too. Because there's no show coming up for a while, so... <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I'm sure 50 got something in the cracker, mm-hmm. cracker sphere coming. Jesus. Anyway... All right, guys. Well, you'll see us when you see us. Hopefully, it'll be soon. It will be. Yeah, definitely it'll be soon. And I guess until you see us, man, um, you know, try not to money launder. Bye, friends. This has been an On Ear Network production.